Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon, wherever the hell you are. I'm Amir Harris, and let's get into the motherfucking episode. Okay, so first of all, I'm actually, like, fully back now. Like, the semester is over, new semester's here, I am good, vibing over here. Um, so yeah, back to the normal schedule, I guess. So, yeah. Okay, so first of all, let's debrief real quick. Um, this week has been pretty chill, like... It's been about a week since I have posted. Well, today, it'll be a week. Um, Technically, since I'm uploading this on Wednesday, yeah, it'll be a week. But anyways, um, honestly, I don't have much to say because it hasn't been, like, crazy for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been pretty normal. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, There hasn't been any interesting conflicts or drama, and I really probably would not talk about it on here like that because a lot of people listen to this now so I have to be kind of chill with that because I don't want problems with people for no reason so yeah but anyways so this episode is going to be kind of chill because I didn't really like plan ahead I plan ahead but I didn't plan ahead ahead I feel like that made no sense ahead ahead but um yeah I'm doing a Q&A so I sent a survey out to this group of people who have listened to my podcast and they've responded. So we're going to answer their questions. I literally got like six questions, not even like one, two, three, four, five questions. Not even. Um. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually, it's a survey, like a Google form. So I'm just going to like go off of that. So let's get into that real quick. Okay, so the first question we have is, how did you manage to find self-love? What helped you through the process? So, good question. My answer is going to be disgusting, so prepare yourself. So, honestly, I found it by getting my heart broken. And I know it's, like, really bad, but I'm not going to lie. Like, that is the truth. Um, It's probably not good advice to take, so don't get your heart broken. But yeah so I don't really like I don't I you shouldn't do that so it's not my best piece of advice I that's not even advice but honestly I think just giving yourself kind of pep talks in the mirror every day helps I know it's like crazy but it actually does boost you a lot if you just convince yourself you're good looking because often we find ourselves looking at like thinking we're ugly and it's like actually we're really good looking we just let people like do that you know we kind of like let people go in there so yeah I mean honestly I think talking to yourself a lot and like healing yourself is a really big deal and understanding who you are so doing a lot of self-learning is very important as well um I'm trying to think of like better advice because I feel like that was terrible advice (laughs) um also this is like a really big thing that also really helped me I literally was off social media. Like, at different points in 2020, I was off social media for weeks or months at a time. Um, so, I guess that's probably a really good piece of advice. Um, anytime I was off social media, I felt a lot better about myself. And even it's not even, like, the whole thing of social media putting you down. It's just, like, the fact that you have to impress people and your, like, likes on your posts or your retweets or your hearts or whatever – like, show how much you're worth is really interesting to me, and 
that's why I always say like fuck Instagram because why would you create a platform like that? Like maybe they didn't think of that, but you know. So yeah, I think that just staying on social media is really helpful and I know it's really hard to do that nowadays, but like when you start doing it, you're going to just feel so much better without it. And actually the funny part is I got that from my best friend because she doesn't go on social media anymore. Like she doesn't use Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter, just Pinterest. And honestly, I should have listened to her years ago because all this social media shit is very tiring. And like you can say to yourself, oh, it doesn't make me sad or anything. But usually that's like the worst place to go for like just to feel better. That's like the worst place to go. So yeah, that's my biggest tip is really stay off social media and kind of just talk to yourself in the mirror because <laughs> it really does help. Um, I know it's like crazy, but hear me out. So next question I got was, when will I feature? I'm 99% sure that was Baronet. I don't know if I'm supposed to say your name. Um, But yeah, you can feature when I get a mic. So I'll let you know when that is because um, I don't really have one right now. So um i got another one which was hey bitch it's mickey so hi mickey and my last question that i got is what is my favorite topic to talk about okay well i like talking about toxic people and astrology and i don't talk about astrology on here like that because i'm like still kind of learning so i don't really like know as much yet but just hearing about it and exploring it is interesting to me so yeah, I think that's pretty valid. So I feel like I should talk about myself more because y'all don't really like know a lot about me. Um, I have been requested to talk more about self-love and I don't, okay, I can do that. I just have to figure out how. Um, I'm probably going to do another unit on self-love at some point and get a little more personal about it because in my series, I wasn't as personal, and I feel like I could really get more personal, so I'm considering doing that. I don't know. Just thinking about it, but I am very excited to continue with the podcast and, you know, all that. So I guess it's time to rant now because that is the only thing that I know how to do at this point, so let me know if y'all have more questions. Like, I'm happy to answer them, and I just want y'all to know, like, I don't care about exposing my own business. Like, I really don't give a fuck because half the time my business is already known by people because of other people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so I feel like this is nobody's business, but I really need to get this out because I don't really talk about this issue a lot and it bothers me. I don't like when people shit talk me or my family and I will literally never not say that. So I had an incident a couple weeks ago. Someone shit-talked me. And they ca- they got a little disrespectful about my family. And the person knows who I'm talking about. So if you hear this, I don't mean to, like, sub you. But I'm just saying, like, it's not your fault. So a grown adult was talking about me. And it was very aggravating because I don't like that. I don't play disrespect when my family comes around. Like, I don't do that because I'm just like, no. But that happened like two weeks ago and it's just made me want to stay very far away. But I can't. So I guess I just deal with it. I don't know. It's just like, 
I don't like when people do that. And even if it didn't mean to come off as disrespect, it's just like the fact that you were discussing my household or my me, period, is just rude because I don't do that to you. And I don't care if this person shows the, the, the grown person this because they were wrong and they know they were wrong. They just didn't want to apologize. But as a cancer in a family full of Leos, Virgos, Geminis, other cancers, and Scorpios, we don't do that shit. The fuck? Get the fuck out of here. So, like, when I heard what happened, I was pissed. Like, I was so pissed. And I was ready to start smacking bitches because what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I think that's going to be my next unit is family because I swear, like, shit like that only happens to me. Like, how do I get shit talked by grown people that I don't even fucking talk to like that? It's just... I wish I could say, like, more about the situation, but I know that if I go too in-depth, it's going to be, like, weird. But, like, the thing is, no disrespect to them. It's just, like, why? I'll never, like, not feel some type of way about that. And I don't mean to come off as rude or anything, but, like, come on. Like, it, even if it wasn't meant to be shit-talking, like, why are you talking about me anyways? I'm literally irrelevant to pretty much most situations. So, really? But, you know, it's whatever, because at the end of the day... Nothing will get said to my face anyways. That's my problem with grown people. Grown people talk the most shit, and then when you, like, say something to them, they tell you to act like a child and act in your place or whatever. So I'm just like, the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> um, I really... I don't come, don't mean to come off as rude, though. Like, I understand, because what they had said, I understand, but just come to me and don't ask someone else because I just find that so disrespectful and weird. And, like, especially about personal things, things that are, like, a really serious deal. Like, if they're little, I don't give a fuck. But if they're actually big, like, if it's a big deal, you probably should come to me. So I expect and this is posted and people listen to get a million texts about that situation. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think definitely family is going to be the next unit because I have a lot to say. Because I, I can call out my family because I just can. Most people actually are able to call them out and, like, know when they're being fucking toxic. But a lot of people can't. And that's the hardest part, I think. So we need to establish calling people out on their bullshit all the time. I don't care who you call out. I don't care if they're fucking black, white, Hispanic, or I should say Latino or Latine. Asian, I don't give a fuck, like, you call them out, I don't care if you get your ass beat, because you know what, nobody calls them out, and that's why they have issues, and, like, I know that, I've even called out my dad, who's black, who's pretty scary at times, but, like, I call him out, I call my mother out, I call my brother out, I call everyone out, because it's just, like, when you let toxic behavior happen, and you know that it's toxic, that's just not valid, so, but also, at the end of the day, I've learned in life that, there's going to be a point where you, if you have toxic family, which actually a lot of families are extremely toxic and people don't like to talk about it. When you get to that point, there's going to be a point where you just realize like, I can't talk to these people and you just grow up. And that's the point where you just do it on your own. And I think that people need to kind of see that. So like, for example, in my family, let me tell y'all, I don't want my parents around my children if I do have kids especially my dad no offense to him good guy but I don't want my kids around that I don't like the way he acts I don't like the way he talks to people or talks about people or anything he does so 
I don't even think he's going to be invited to my wedding because fuck no. Hope he's dead by then. He probably will be, but that's, see my thing there, like, once you get to that point, you realize, like, I don't want these people around my future husband, wife, or whatever, they or their spouse. I don't want them around my kids or whatever. Like, you get to that point and you realize, like, that's when you truly start growing up. And it takes a long time. And a lot of people are very attached to their parents. And they kind of see them as they can do no harm. But you get to a point where you realize they can do a lot of harm. It's just, and they did it to you for however long you lived and you didn't realize it. And it's a very sad thing. And my problem is I have a hard time not calling out other families because I call out my own family a lot. So I try not to do it to other people. But you get to a point where you realize like you might as well call out everybody because nobody else is going to do it at the end of the day. And it's not always your place. So if it's not your place, don't do it. But um, yeah. And I think that we don't talk about that enough. Calling people out for their fucking bullshit. Like... <laughs> But like I said, you know, once you start calling out people, it, you feel better. Even if you get your ass beat, like, whatever. Like, at least you call them out, and now they know. And usually that causes people to fucking change, but sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So I started learning my parents were very toxic, especially my dad. And I think it, my mom is only toxic because of my dad. Like, often when you are with a partner who is not good for you, you become like them, so you get very toxic. And... It's kind of, is. it's just how it is. Like, that's why when we often date people that are labeled as toxic, we become just like them. And I've been going through that, like, recently where I realized I've become a lot like the people I used to date because they were all kind of the same, just in different ways. And, you know, you get to that point where you just get tired of it. And it, it's sad. It's very sad, but eventually you grow up and it takes a long time usually takes therapy it's very hard to undo that toxic behavior like by yourself so yeah but I've never met a family who was not toxic in some way and I noticed it's not the younger generations it's the generations that are in their 40s and 50s and older like specifically my parents generation that whole generation is just like very toxic because their parents were bad like their parents got fucked up when they were kids so then it's like they put that on them and then they put that on us and then we all now have depression and anxiety and bipolar disorder and literally everything else you can imagine and i know that some people are going to deny like that those are actual diseases i shouldn't say diseases i don't know what you call them like mental illnesses yeah but you know they're kind of diseases at this point but because, you know, they, like, fuck you up for a long time. And you can really never fully heal. You can, but it takes a long time, I should say. Bad word choice. Anyways, you know, I definitely have realized, like, it's specifically, like, my generation. So, like, maybe, like, the 90s and forward. Maybe the 80s and forward. We're undoing that toxic behavior. Because we know better. And we were raised by people who were fucked up. And it just really kind of helped us raise people and I think a lot of people are just like why are kids so mature nowadays blah, blah blah like why are they having sex so young and all these things and I'm like well maybe because their parents put a fuck ton of trauma in their heads so they do things that are like bad to get away from it like for example mommy issues actually cause hypersexuality but so do daddy issues but I think daddy issues is a little more hypersexual and when we say hypersexual it usually means like you want to go fuck a million people and I actually know a lot of boys who are like that, 
and you can tell that they definitely have either mommy or daddy issues. And a lot of times it's actually the mommy issues. It's not even daddy issues. It's literally all mommy issues. But yeah, the hypersexuality thing, like that's scary because then they become sex addicts and porn addicts and it just ruins their brain and they turn to negativity to get away from it. So I see that happen with a lot of young boys, especially. And it's very sad to watch that happen because they lose all their potential. And I wish that people would save them. Girls are usually better only because they can, they're more mature. They don't handle it. Like you can't handle that kind of pain, but they're more mature. So they kind of just don't do that. But a lot of girls are getting worse because they have their father issues, their daddy issues, and their mommy issues. Because a lot of moms are very jealous of their daughters. And a lot of dads, like, they think that protecting, like, the way they protect their daughter is kind of fucked up because they're trying to, like, imagine them as their little wife. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense, but the thing I noticed with dads and daughters is they often imagine the daughter as, like, some godsend, like, that she's, like, an angel, like, you know, has to be innocent, all this crazy stuff, and all that has to be pure, basically, and then it's, like, they kind of pretend that that's their little, like, wife, like, I don't know how to put it in terms that really makes sense, but it's, like, they have, it's, like, they have an obsession with her that's just, like, it makes it seem like they're, like, in love with them, I don't know if that makes sense, but a lot of people will call me out and be, like, oh, that's not true. Like, it's just dads being dads and moms being moms. And I'm like, well, you can be a great person and be a terrible fucking parent. Or you can be a terrible fucking parent and be a great fucking person. And it really depends on who brought you up and if you chose to identify your traumas or not. So yeah. But I'm going to get more in depth later and explain that in my next series because I feel like that's just how it is. So I'll probably do like a intro session on Sunday because this was kind of a throw together episode because I didn't know what I wanted to do but I'm probably going to get into family issues now and that's going to take a long time because I'm going to get in depth and like use my own personal stories because I have a lot and it's very sad a lot of them are very very sad to see and I went through them most of my stories I went through when I was very young so yeah but anyways y'all so thank you so much for listening and you know, i'm grateful forever for everyone listening and always like being loyal to this podcast like thank you it's really an honor to be your podcast host and yeah so thank you all so much hope you have a great rest of your evening night morning day afternoon wherever you are and i will see y'all on sunday